Hey guys, and welcome back to a Saturday morning Beat the Buzzer edition of the Spread Offense Podcast. Brian, how are you doing on this fine Saturday morning? Oh, I'm the best that I've been all week. I'm finally back home after traveling. That's great. Good to hear. I'm, I also am finally back home after traveling. I got home last night from a four-week stay in Chattanooga, which I highly recommend, by the way, to any of you who... We were in Tennessee at the same time. Were we now? Were I, was you, where Mem- were you? I was in Memphis all week. Okay, well, we, we might as well have been like three states apart. Right. But but this is, but, I think, the first time in spread offense history that uh, we were in... Uh, that the, we same were in t- same, the same state. Same state at the same time. Right. Jeez. Uh, as clearly I have not had my coffee yet, which I will remedy at some point in time during this podcast. Uh, Brian, two big shakeups in the college football world that we knew, we knew they were going to happen one way or another. Uh, we had two, two undefeated team, two games with both teams being undefeated last week. Uh, I will say that the results of one were fairly surprising, I think to both of us and the results of the other were, Less so. Would you uh, agree? With that? Yes. Sure. Uh, that's that's fair, I suppose. Um, uh, assuming the le- the less surprising one was LSU Alabama. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I g- genuinely thought that was an either way game. Yeah, and no, it, and, and, as did I. Um, you know, I didn't expect. I didn't expect LSU to get such a big jump on Alabama, and then once that happened, I didn't really expect Alabama to come back how they did. Right. But um, no, I don't know. I was, I was, I'm almost more impressed with LSU because of how Alabama came back. Right. Because you know they they score they score back to back touchdowns towards the end of the third quarter and the, right at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and suddenly it's a six point game. But then, but then LSU, LSU just marches right back down the field and scores. Alabama does the same thing, and then LSU just marches right back down the field, seven plays, seventy-five yards, and scores. And it's like when the pressure was really on, LSU just looked like they had all the answers. Right, I completely agree. I think. Hey, so I was talking with a friend of mine uh, this week, and we were kind of talking about what this game means, what's going to happen. I feel like it was very clear from this game and people are going to like bring up the 2011 stuff again, but, but I thought it was very clear from this game that these were two of the four best teams in the country. Uh, Uh, Whether or not that means that Alabama should or will make the playoff remains to be seen. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, Obviously the playoff rankings came out after last weekend and um, there is a path for two SEC teams to get into the playoff like you predicted yes. with neither of them being Alabama. Oh, I I think if two teams from the SEC get in, so you're saying if Georgia wins out, I think LSU if Georgia wins out, wins if Georgia out beats and, LSU in the SEC championship game? Yeah, if Georgia wins out, okay. LSU goes undefeated and Georgia narrowly beats LSU in the SEC title game. I think you have to let LSU and Georgia in before Bama. Right. Like, I just I think there's an abs- – because oh, Georgia's agreed. a one-loss conference champion. Agreed. If yeah. Georgia wins the SEC championship game, they are going to the playoffs. Right, and period. I don't think that will happen. I think Georgia is clearly a step below Al- LSU and Alabama. Agreed. Uh, but if that if that is to happen, I think that, yeah, there's absolutely no chance Alabama gets in. 
Completely agree. On the flip side, though, if LSU beats Georgia in that same scenario, yeah, then Bama's in. Then you might have an LSU Alabama. I still think Alabama needs some help. Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. One thing that would help them immensely is if Oregon drops a game somewhere in this stretch, right, and then beats right. Utah in the, in the Pac-12 title game. I think Alabama would be in over a two-loss Oregon, especially considering one of those two Oregon losses uh, is to an Auburn team that Alabama would have beaten in this scenario. Yeah. Because yeah. Even, though, even though you and I both know that one team in week one can be vastly different than the same team in week 15, right, right. the from committee a, considers that the same team. Yeah, from a resume standpoint, it's much different. Know, um, so I, I think that would be a, a massive boon for Alabama. Then you still have the, okay, if Clemson and Ohio State went out, they're in. Then what happens with a big – Alabama could really use some chaos from the Big 12 too. Uh, yeah, they don't need a ton. But, um, no, I mean I think the committee has made it pretty clear that if Oregon wins out and wins, they're in over Oklahoma winning out and winning the Big 12. Yes. Uh, what Alabama – what Alabama or a theoretical one-loss Pac-12 champion could really use is Oklahoma and Baylor to split from today and a few weeks from now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think obviously, if, I, think if they split, I think if one team wins both of those games, there's a reasonable chance they're in. But I think if they split those two games, there's no chance either one of them are in. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, well, and Baylor is kind of the weird, the weird one in this, right? Baylor is kind of the 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 wild card. I don't know if Baylor, as a one-loss Big Twelve champion, would get in over. They might would get in over an eleven and one Alabama that has uh, no conference championship, but they. I don't think they get in over a one-loss Pac twelve title team. Right, but you don't think. But but I'm saying if Baylor wins today and they go into the Big Twelve championship game undefeated, like that's that's a win in your end scenario. Yeah, I, I, that's why I said it, I think if I think if one of these two teams wins both games, they're probably in. I, they I don't. If Oklahoma does, I don't think so. I think I think if Oklahoma Oklahoma needs Oregon to lose. Okay. Because maybe. I don't because yeah. because you might be, you might be right on that. Well, just based on where the committee has them, the committee has Oregon at six, which means yeah. that at six, Utah at seven and Oklahoma at nine. Yeah, well, no, at ten, at ten. Okay. So, so, so here's my thinking: is clearly they're not very high on that loss to Kansas State, more so right. than Oregon's loss to Auburn in Week One. They're, just the positioning they have these teams, it really seems like they're saying, okay, Oregon wins out, Oregon is in, because that means that Oregon won the Pac-12 and had to beat Utah, who is right behind them in the rankings. Right. And. Oklahoma, if they beat Baylor, yeah, Baylor's undefeated. Baylor's also 13th. The committee does not really like Baylor's resume. No. And Oklahoma beating Baylor would almost just prove them right and saying like, yeah, they didn't have a good resume. That's why they were undefeated. Right. So, and I think, you know, Oklahoma beats Baylor twice. It's not going to matter because the committee doesn't think very highly of Baylor anyway. So I think Oklahoma needs help somewhere in the Pac-12 to get in. Yeah, I, I I do agree with you there. Um, I I think that they do need a little bit of help, but I do think 
I guess what I'm saying is if they do win out, I think there is a reasonable chance that they would get that help somewhere. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, it's 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 not far fetched that like Utah drops another game and then beats Oregon in the Pac-12 title game, right? Or or vice versa, Oregon drops a game and beats Utah. I think if, I think I do not think a two-loss Pac-12 champion would get in. No, over, no, 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 no. Absolutely over not. over a one-loss Alabama or a one-loss Big 12 champion Oklahoma. Yeah, I no, I don't think so either. But I'm just saying that like Oklahoma, where the committee has them in the rankings, I feel like they're saying. We're not impressed with what you've done. You need a little help. And, like, their best win would be an undefeated Baylor team that the committee has pretty much openly said we don't really think their resume is that good. Right. Um, is it, so, what do we think of – I mean, obviously, I think we both agree that if Minnesota or Ohio State – Finishes their regular season at thirteen and zero. Yeah, so this is this is an there interesting is. segue, right? So Minnesota, obviously, the other game we wanted to talk about was Minnesota and Penn State. Right. Um, you know, Minnesota kind of put the clamps down on Penn State. I think what was surprising about that game is how defensively Minnesota was able to manage that game. Right. However, I do think that this is kind of a. Uh, a little bit of a red flag for me because Penn State really, up to this point in the year, yes, they had a good record. They were undefeated. But also, what have they really done? Right. You know, this is not Ohio State. Ohio State is so far and away better than Penn State is. That uh, Agree based on what we've seen so far. Yeah. That it just, it felt like, yeah, okay, Minnesota, yeah, it feels like you could win this game. And I feel like the thing about Minnesota is they still have Ohio State on the schedule. Yeah. So until they, they, until they play that game, people are just kind of like keeping them at arm's length. Right. Do we think that there's any potential pitfall for Ohio State along the way with Penn State and Michigan and conference championship game all looming? Uh, Michigan, yes. Okay. Penn State, I, no? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, um, Michigan, yes. Um, then the question becomes, is a one-loss Ohio State still alive? Depends on when they lose. Okay, fair enough. If they lose in the title game and, you know, they don't – or, sorry, the, the Big Ten title game and they don't look uh, all that impressive, uh, we could see, like, LSU – Clemson, Georgia, and Oregon, depending mm-hmm. on how things shake out. Um, but, 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 I mean, at that point, it's all politics. Are we assuming Minnesota's going to lose somewhere along the way? Yes. Minnesota will lose to Ohio State. Okay. So so what you're saying is if Ohio State makes the title game and Minnesota's undefeated, that Ohio State's going to win that game. Uh, Yeah. So who would beat Ohio State in a conference title game? Wisconsin? Yeah, in a rematch. I could see it being Wisconsin. I mean I know that I know that Ohio State kind of kind of threw them to the curb in the second half of their of their regular season game, but it's hard to beat a team twice. Uh, Wisconsin I still think is good defensively. Um, I think in a rematch Wisconsin could keep that game close and potentially win that game. Okay. I think that's I think that's reasonable. I think that could very easily happen. Um, 
what if what happens is there any scenario for two big ten teams to get in like let's say I know uh, you don't believe this will happen, no but, no I don't think so at all no so you don't think Ohio State loses to Penn State uh, Penn State goes and wins the Big Ten and you don't think there's any route for Penn State and Ohio State to go no I don't think so I think if we're getting two teams from a conference this year it's SEC. I tend to agree too. I I think that that door might would potentially be more open than you would think. If if that one specific scenario, it was the only way. Yeah. Just because Ohio State has been so so good, mm. but here's the thing. I, here's the thing, though, right? So if Oregon is a one, so so let me play this scenario out. Georgia wins out. Beats LSU in the title game. Oregon wins out. Wins the Pac-12. Okay. Clemson wins wins out. They're undefeated. Ohio State wins out. They're undefeated. Right? So you've got one so you've, loss, so, SEC champion Georgia. Yep. One loss, LSU. Yep. One loss, Pac-12 champion Oregon. Yep. Undefeated Ohio State. Undefeated Clemson. Yep. Who's out? As much as I think it's probably wrong, I think it's LSU. LSU, right. So this is what I'm talking about. It's like it's it's going to be tough for two SEC teams to get in this year. The one the one thing I would say might, uh, and it would cause a, an almighty uproar. But I I could see the committee doing this because let's face it, they're the committee. Yeah. Maybe they leave Oregon out and let LSU in, saying, well, one of our criteria is games against common opponents. LSU clearly beat Auburn. Oregon clearly lost to Auburn. Uh, so we think and we think that in comparison with the rest of their resumes, LSU showed themselves to be a superior team, therefore they are getting the fourth spot. Well, so here's my point in all this is I really don't think the I really don't think the committee likes having two teams from the same conference in the playoff. I don't either. But I, I'm just saying I could see them doing it. I could see them doing it, but I think the year they did it, it was the obvious choice. Right. And I think that for the most part, they want to have four teams from four separate conferences who are the best. And if it comes down to a one-loss non-conference champion LSU and a one-loss conference champion Oregon, Oregon has to go in. I don't think there's any chance the committee doesn't put Oregon in. They just don't. Okay. I I think I'm I'm less sure of that than you are, but I do still think that that is the more likely scenario. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Okay. Um, there's there's still three weeks left to figure all this out, thankfully, and conference championships. Yes. Um, are there any? Other college football things, college football playoff stuff we need to discuss before we move on to this week? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, let's dive right into the picks. Um, Alabama at Mississippi State. Alabama's an 18.5 point favorite. Uh, Alabama to cover. I think they have a nice little bounce back game against a not so great Mississippi State team. I agree. I felt like this line was, was pretty low. It's like. Yeah. I mean, who's, played, who's who's suspended for Alabama? Saban said he was suspending some player for missing classes. Um, I can't remember. Okay, so not anybody huge then, not like Tua. It wasn't anyone that I was afraid of. 
okay. not being okay. for today. I, that, my thought was maybe that had swayed the line, but it doesn't sound like it would have. It opened at 21 and dipped down to like 17 and a half at one point. And it's back up to 18 and a half. Weird. Maybe people are wondering about Tua's health. Maybe, but he was clearly not healthy um, against LSU, and they still almost won that game. Right. But, but and, yeah, but my thought is maybe, you know, maybe if he's hobbled and he gets knocked out of the game, suddenly it's close. Maybe right, this but is Vegas it, putting a little insurance on the line. I guess, sure. Um, so apparently, it is an anonymous player. Yeah. So we don't. So we won't know until kickoff. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Okay. So we know for sure it's not Tua because he also said that Tua is a game time decision. Oh Jesus! So Tua's playing. happened here oh sorry listeners this has never happened before we've never had connection connectivity issues on this show mm, okay well not really sure what's happened Saban must have suspended Sam for talking about his anonymous suspended player. <coughs> hmm. Well, uh, Sam was going to make me do this anyway, but uh, this seems like a good time. Uh, Sam was going to make me talk to y'all for a little bit while he ate some breakfast or something. But uh, why don't I talk to you about Memphis, Tennessee? So, I was down in Memphis, Tennessee this last week. And uh, I'll tell you. Oh, missed call. Anyways. Oh, here we go. What's up? Hey, there we go. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I was just troubleshooting while telling the listeners about uh, my trip to Memphis. Oh, okay. I didn't get very uh, far. We, I told them was that I had a trip to are, Memphis. Are we recording again? We sure. Yeah, we. I never stopped, buddy. This train is rolling right through the station. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. Anyway, <laughs> Indiana at Penn State. Penn State's a 14.5-point favorite. Uh, Penn State to cover because it's at Penn State. And now the pressure's on for them to win to get into the playoffs. I agree with both of those points, and I also will take Penn State to cover. Uh, Florida at Missouri. Florida's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Florida to cover. I may or may yeah. not be putting money on this because that's an absurdly low line. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, we've been waiting for that one Missouri like surprise game. Yeah. I think it's coming. Uh, okay. Uh, I, just, I don't think it's coming. Oh, you uh, don't think it's coming. I thought you said, I think it's coming. <laughs> I don't, no, 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 I do not think it's okay, coming. Okay, okay, okay. I, I was going to say, because you seemed in agreement about Florida, so I was confused. Uh, no, I do not think it's coming, so I also have Florida to cover. All right, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you. Wisconsin at your team. Wisconsin, Wisconsin to cover. Co- Wisconsin to cover. Okay. Uh, it is in Nebraska, which... Which does not matter. 
Okay, Wisconsin to cover. What's Michigan the line? State I don't think you actually said it out loud. 14 and a half. Okay, yeah, Wisconsin to cover. Uh, Michigan State at Michigan. Michigan is a 13 and a half point favorite. Michigan to cover. Michigan State sucks. Yeah. They just lost to <laughs> Illinois last weekend. They did. They've as, lost as, four in a row. Almost. They've lost four in a row. Until their game against Illinois, where they scored 34 points, they had scored 17 in their last three against Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Penn State. Oh, uh, just for reference, they allowed, let me do some quick math here, 30, 60, 80, 96, at 100 points exactly. Wow. They lost uh, 100 to 17 over a three-game stretch. That's not very good. No, that's. Uh, some would say that's bad. <laughs> that is bad. Uh, can't have that. Uh, Kansas at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Oklahoma State to cover. So you're you're not barking up that Kansas tree again? No, that was a one-time, less miles, weirdo game deal. Uh, I actually think Oklahoma State's kind of decent. So. so it sounds like you are using the night shift Sam philosophy of if you burn me once, I never pick you again. <laughs> For this specific game, yes. Although I'd like to see the numbers on Night Shift Sam and how he did against that spread. Night Shift Sam did not perform as well as Day Shift Sam. (laughs) Night Shift Sam also bet that he would give me a smoker if Cincinnati loses two more games. He did. Cincinnati uh, has to lose two of the next three to make that happen, but we will discuss that briefly. Uh Tulane at Temple. Tulane is a six-point favorite on the road. Are they? Yeah. That doesn't seem right. No, it doesn't. I looked at it three times to make sure it was right. Yeah, give me Temple to win outright. I'm just going to take Temple to cover. Um, I feel like Temple probably should win this game. Uh, I think Temple's a good football team. I think Tulane's a good team, too. I think there's two good teams. But I don't see Tulane as a six-point road favorite. No. But I'm I'm going to play it safe and just take Temple. Especially not against a team like Temple. Right. That plays well in Philly. <coughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Navy at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a seven-point favorite. Uh, no, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Navy Notre at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a seven-point favorite. Notre Dame is a seven-point favorite. All right, yeah. Give me, uh, give me Notre Dame to cover. <laughs> this game's not in Dublin, is it? That's next year. Yeah, that's – Yes. Okay, I, I lost my mind there for a second. I was like, wait, is that why? Is, the, is it because they're playing in Ireland? Uh, okay, yeah, I agree. I have Notre Dame to cover. I think Nebraska's playing in Ireland next year. Are you going to go? Fuck no. Okay. Why would I Why would I pay like $3,000 to watch my team lose a Big Ten game? <laughs> point, point received. Yeah. Uh, Georgia at Auburn. Georgia is a three-point favorite. Georgia to cover. I agree. I also that Georgia line seems low. But yes. Auburn plays these games close, I guess. I will say I felt much better about it when it was two and a half. Uh, but oh. It was two and a half on Thursday. Yeah. And that's up to now. But let me – okay, Brian. Let me – because this is all the talk in my neck of the woods. Sure. Let's parse this really quickly. What should Alabama fans prefer to have happen in this game? Uh, oh. Um, I think Alabama the, fans want Georgia to lose. 
Say what? Alabama fans want Georgia to lose. Why? Because Georgia is one spot ahead of them in the playoff. But that doesn't, like... No, it does. Because if Georgia loses, Georgia cannot make the playoff. And you play Auburn. If you beat Auburn, it doesn't matter where Auburn's at in the rankings. If you beat Auburn and you're a one-loss team, you're going to be in. Because a one-loss non-SEC champ, Alabama is getting in over a two-loss SEC champ, Georgia. Here's my argument for why you just pick whoever you want. Okay. Should Georgia win this game? Yep. And go on to win the SEC East as yep. we anticipate they will, and go to the SEC Championship game as we anticipate they will. Yeah. And play LSU, who is twelve zero at the time, as we anticipate is going to happen. Yeah. Either LSU is going to go ahead and beat Georgia for Alabama anyway, or Georgia's going to win that game and it's and they're going to go and it's going to be moot. But if and then there's the the argue, so there are people arguing for you want Auburn to win because it strengthens Alabama's resume with, if when they beat Auburn, which is the only way they can go to the playoff anyway. So you kind of have to assume that if you're thinking playoff hopes. Okay. I don't think that matters at all. No, so here's, I, so here's the thing. That does not matter. Alabama does not need its resume strengthened. No. And, I agree with you. That does not matter. The, the only Auburn win that really matters for Alabama, that really helps Alabama at this point, is Auburn's win over Oregon. Right. But let, let me just say, you still want Auburn to win this game. Because if, it, because if a two-loss Georgia goes to the SEC title game and beats LSU? Just two-loss Georgia at all is not making the playoff. So, okay, here's what I'm thinking. If Georgia's an 11-2 SEC champion, do you think there's any way a a 12-1 LSU and an 11-1 Alabama, neither of which are SEC champions, go to the playoff? Because I don't. I mean, I don't think there's, probably. I don't think there's any way that that happens. I think the only game that matters for Alabama as far as Georgia goes now is the SEC title game. Alabama has to have Georgia lose the SEC title game. I, mean, I think that's the only way Alabama goes. Sure. But, you know, I, I still I, think you just want Georgia to lose this game. Okay. I mean, I guess. I just – I get what I'm trying to argue is that it, I don't think it ultimately matters because – And maybe this, not in the big picture, but short term, you'd rather just have Georgia lose this game because then you don't have to worry about it. I guess. I, I, I guess I'm just. I guess what I'm trying to argue is that there is a game on the horizon that Georgia will play. That if it goes one way, is definitely opens the door for Alabama, and if it goes another way, absolutely shuts the door on Alabama, regardless of what happens the next three weeks. Yeah. So it does. So I, what I'm trying to say is, ultimately, it does not really matter. Sure. sure it might. It might make you feel more comfortable to be sitting at four, but we've seen that the committee does not care about the previous week's rankings when it comes time to we're going to decide who's actually going. Yeah, okay. Would you like to move on to the next game now? Yes, let's, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I have nothing else to argue about this. Okay. Ohio State at Rutgers. Ohio State is a 52.5 point favorite. Ohio State to cover. This line could. Ohio State to double the spread. Uh, it was 53 earlier. Ohio Maybe. State to double the spread. They are going to win this game 115 to 0. <laughs> uh, 105, I think, is what you're going for. If you no, no, because they'll definitely 
go over the double spread. Okay. Uh, I agree. Ohio, uh, look, I'm picking Ohio State to cover until they don't. If there was ever a game in which 100 points might be scored in the modern era of football, it's this game. Right. And it's only going to end up being like 77 to 3 because uh, Ryan Day is much more merciful. It'll than probably Mike. end up being like 35 to 6. Yeah. Just something <laughs> stupid. I feel like, oh my gosh. Uh, Wake Forest at Clemson. Clemson's a 34 point favorite. Uh, I've got Wake cover it. I do too. That's a I think massive that, spread. Uh, this line blew up. You know, I told you last week that Virginia Tech beating Wake Forest would is just something that Virginia Tech would do. Yeah, yeah, you did. And then they just you also you also picked Boston College to cover for me. I did, but in 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 recompense, I also picked Cincinnati to cover for you. So you're welcome. Okay, but I was probably going to do that anyway. <laughs> I don't know how you were teetering. Um, but no, I think, I think this line blew up because it was reactionary to what Wake Forest did last week. I still think Wake Forest is a decent football team. Yeah, I don't think I they're 34 points worse than Clemson. I'm not, Clemson is five points better, or five touchdowns better than Wake Forest if they decide that we want to play all four quarters at 100%. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is playoff Clemson, it's a wrap, but I don't think we're going to see playoff Clemson until the playoffs. Right, so I, I think Wake Forest is good enough to cover against what Clemson wants to accomplish in this game. Yeah. Uh, which is just win comfortably. Memphis at Houston. Memphis is a 10.5 point favorite. Uh, Memphis to cover. Just in Memphis, as I informed our listeners. A lot of passionate fans there. Go Tigers. Okay. I like it. Texas at Iowa State. Iowa State is a 7 point favorite. That's incorrect. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Um... Texas to win outright. I'm not even going to say they cover. I've got them winning outright. I kind of think so too. So uh, I'm in a I'm in a pick pool, Brian, that has um, that does like ten games a week and does confidence points on the games instead of against the spread. Yeah, I picked Texas to win outright in that in my pool, and I got an alert saying. Just so you know, you are not picking these games against the spread, and you picked a team that's more than a six-point underdog. Would you like to proceed anyway? And I was like, yes. Yes, hard yes. So, However, so our- let, me, let me tell you quickly about my weekend last weekend. I okay. had to go to Carroll, Iowa. for uh, my, my girlfriend had to go to a baby shower for her family, and uh, because some of her family lived kind of far away, we decided to make a little weekend of it. We went up to Carroll. We went down to uh, Templeton, where the Templeton Rye Distillery is. We tour, we got a tour of the distillery, taste some, taste some rye whiskey. It was nice. Um, we also got to watch football. <laughs> and <clears throat> I got to watch Iowa um, blow uh, a potential upset over Wisconsin by uh, not getting a two-point conversion. And then I got to watch... Iowa State come come all the way back against Oklahoma and lose on a two point conversion all in the same night. I got to watch Iowa with her very devout Iowa fan family, and I got to watch I the end of Iowa State in a bar with a bunch of drunk Iowa State fans, and it was delicious. Uh, your uh, your Saturday was better than mine. Oh, uh, it was better than any of the food I ate in Memphis, which if you've ever eaten in Memphis, you know that is a high bar. That is a very high bar. I have eaten food in Memphis before. 
Um, but I want to, before we move on, I want to make it clear that for our, I do think Texas is going to win this game. Yes. But for our picks, I'm just taking Texas to cover because, well, Pride, I have a comfortable lead on you. And so I'm just. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, let's just look back real quick. I think it was a good time to segue back and look at what happened last week for us. Uh, so, Brian, I had a really good week last week. I went 14-11 and 11 against the spread, including four money line picks, wow. uh, which gave me double points on those. You went 12-13 and 13 last week okay. with, two, with two money line outright pick wins, uh, bringing – I'm up on you now, one thirty-eight to one eighteen, and the picks. I'm just, I'm just, I'm ready to have a hot November. You're lurking, but you did best me in the sock to reclaim the lead. That's right, because of Iowa, uh, Wisconsin. Because of, yes, because of Iowa, Wisconsin. Uh, you are now at negative fifty-six seventy-five for the year, <laughs> and I am at eighty-nine dollars in the hole. We both did hit on the App State outright, which <laughs> yeah, we did. Which which we should not have. Did you see the last play of that game? I didn't. You didn't see that. No. South Carolina had had one final play to win the game. Ball thrown in the back corner of the end zone. South Carolina player wide open, overthrown by like ten yards. Oh no! Yeah, at, in the back of the end zone. Could not have been more open. It looked like App State was playing with seven players. <laughs> he was so open. Uh, no, I missed that, Brian. In my four-week hiatus to Chattanooga, which, again, I had a lovely time, but I also was kind of hamstringed with only one TV and one uh, yeah. means of watching games, so I was paying attention to uh, – I watched Alabama and then Georgia at night, and that pretty much took up all of my football watching for last Saturday. Yeah. No, okay. I'm, I'm just – when you get done with this, look up that play. You need to see it to see how open he was. Uh, West Virginia at Kansas State. Kansas State's a 14-point favorite. Uh, K-State to cover. I agree. West Virginia's bad. West Virginia's bad, and Kansas State is is teeters between pretty good and decent. So, <laughs> At Iowa, Iowa is a three-point favorite. I actually like this line. Uh, I will be the Minnesota disrespecter um, and take Iowa to cover. That makes t- Brian. We're gonna we're gonna outrage Golden Go for Twitter. That's fine. I also kind of think Iowa wins this game. Uh, listen, if nothing else, my Alabama loyalty just like could really use Iowa to just go ahead and win this well, game. Well, so here's the thing: Iowa, as I explained last week against Wisconsin, they play these games close. They play them close on the road, they play them close at home, and at home they have a pretty clean track record of winning these types of games. Right. Like, remember Michigan, was it two years ago, when they were when they came into uh, Kinnick undefeated in a night game and lost on a game-ending field goal in a super yes. low-scoring game? Iowa yes, wins these types of games, and they always play them close. And Minnesota just feels like a team. We, we you know, we they finally got a quality win on their resume, but yes, also I'm still a little wary about them. And I feel like that is a team that Iowa can just pounce on. I I will um, I will say that when 
Uh, so with the other members of Four Down Territory, we we did like a thing like at the like right before the season started where we picked like four playoff dark horse picks. Yeah, and Minnesota was one of my dark horse picks. So I'm gonna pat <laughs> myself in the back. Wow. Uh, mostly because I just looked at their schedule. I was like, their schedule sets up really nicely if they can have like one big win. Yeah, it was it was the Iowa it was the Iowa problem from like three or four years ago. Where they right. didn't play a single good team, and they went into the Big Ten Championship undefeated and then lost to Michigan State. Right. It'd be like they're running a race where they only have two hurdles and all the other racers have four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, LSU at Ole Miss. LSU is a 21.5-point favorite. Uh, LSU to cover. LSU is very I just want to remind game. people that the line when Alabama played Ole Miss a few weeks ago was like 10 points higher than this. Yeah. Well, that's the I, Alabama bump. It is the Alabama bump, but still, like, LSU's earned an LSU bump for the rest of this year, right? I mean, counterpoint, like, counterpoint, when Vegas gives you free money, take it. Yeah, done, in. So in on that. Moving on. Okay, Brian, let's, re- let's return to Meet Bet Central. Yeah, uh, yeah I've, got, I've, got a, I've got something to say about this game. Cincinnati at USF. Cincinnati is a 14-point favorite. USF to cover. You're a fool. I think there's a chance that they actually shock Cincinnati here, but I'm going to hedge my bet and say they cover. It's at. I think it's rest- in South Florida. It's at yeah, 6 o'clock, you- 7 o'clock Eastern. I, I think USF is a steaming pile of ass. Okay, well, so was it's- so is Eastern Carolina, and they almost shocked the world. Didn't they? Okay. Okay, but look at what Eastern Carolina did last week. Yeah. They they hey, had SMU hey, South Florida beat South Florida beat ECU at ECU forty five to twenty. It's a bigger margin than Cincinnati. I will only pick the games that support my argument. Thank you. Okay. I, I like the way you do business. <laughs> uh, so I I have Cincinnati to cover. Brian, if should Cincinnati win this week? We come down to a scenario where yeah, let's talk about this. this. Is, I was thinking about I was thinking about this actually. You know what this is? What's that? This is this is game five of a best of seven series. For yeah, us. yeah, it really is. If, if Cincinnati wins this game, they have two straight games that they only have to win one of. That's right, but they're not easy games. They get Temple at home, which if that game was yes. on the road and I were you, I'd be very worried. It, yes, I mean, and I would be, and I still am marginally. Yeah, at uh, hosting Temple is going to be kind of tough, and then they travel to Memphis. Right. Yeah, uh, I'm, and I'm, those this are... is going to be a fun. I really hope they lose at least one more because I think watching that game with meat on the line would be very fun. What <laughs> with meat on the line? Meat on the line. Uh, I'm very glad that we've contextualized that statement before you just. <laughs> We'll add that um, to the to the growing uh, line items that are going set it on the soundboard. pod, right? Yeah, meat on the there's line. There's meat on the line. Uh, Oklahoma at Baylor. Oklahoma's a ten and a half point favorite. Uh, Oklahoma to cover. So this line was ten earlier in the week, and I had Oklahoma to cover yeah. at ten and a half. I feel like Baylor might can keep this at single digits or ten exactly. So I'm going to take I'm going to take Baylor to cover. I think they can. Oklahoma just hasn't been blowing people out recently. No, and, they haven't. But um, I think this is a big win in Waco. 
with the game day crowd is exactly what Lincoln Riley is kind of telling his guys will will give their playoff resume a boost. Sure. Okay. So, so oh, I, I, could, I could see it from that angle. I think your argument's fine. I just – I don't know. I, I mean, I this, could, this could definitely just be like a 10-point Oklahoma win. I could totally see that for sure. I just I'm I'm at the point now where I've lost enough uh, theoretical money on Oklahoma this year yeah. that I want them to show it to me before I before I back them again. Sure, that's fair. Appalachian State at Georgia State. Appalachian State is a 17 point favorite. App State to cover. App State is still good. Georgia State does have that quality win over Tennessee. <laughs> of course, how can I forget? <laughs> Uh, App State to cover. UCLA at Utah. Utah is a 21-point favorite. Uh, Utah to cover. UCLA sucks. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They, they don't. Yes, they do. Look at their last four games. I don't give a shit about how they beat Colorado, Arizona State, Stanford, and Oregon State. Look, Four of the this, worst this teams in classic, the Pac-12. This is classic gambler's pitfall. You, you, you are... You are so focused on what happened in the first three games of their season that you've forgotten about since the Oklahoma loss. Uh huh. They have beaten Washington State. Uh huh. They did lose to a very bad Arizona team by three, and an Oregon State team by double digits. I will give you that. But then they have beaten Stanford by double <coughs> digits, yep. Arizona State by double digits, and beaten yep. Colorado by double digits. Hey Sam, you know what Utah did in its last four games? Won all of them, I'm assuming. They won all of them. They won at Oregon State 52-7. to Okay, that's beat, pretty impressive. Beat Arizona State 21-3. to Okay. Beat Cal 35-0. to Yes. And then won at Washington 33-28. I don't oh. give a discount shit how much UCLA has improved over the last four games. They are going to get curb stomped. Uh, I, li- I mean... I feel very comfortable that Utah will win, but I'm going to take UCLA to cover. I, I just I think that they are a better team at this point in the season than most people think they are because of what happened earlier in the year. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, we'll see. Also, I would very much like to know what a discount shit is because I've, <laughs> I've never heard that expression before in my life. You know, it's a shit that's so cheap you get it on a discount. Not even okay. giving those away. Okay, well, I typically don't buy shit, so I, I can't even uh, wow. fathom that. Uh, New Mexico at Boise State. Boise State's a 28-point favorite. Whew! Uh, yeah, so for this, I'm going to enact the uh, the uh, Fuck Bob Davey uh, initiative and take Boise State to cover. I, I did the same thing. I, I, don't, I do not remotely care if I get this right or wrong. Yeah. I used to do anything that remotely supports Bob Davey. He's yeah. a horrendous, horrendous human being. Yeah, he is the, he is the worst type of human being. Uh, New Mexico, I love I love Albuquerque. You have a beautiful campus, uh, but fuck Bob Davey forever. Boise State to cover. The only thing, okay, the only reason I would ever want New Mexico to have any modicum of success is if it keeps Bob Davey employed there instead of back on ESPN. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Arizona at Oregon. Oregon is a 27.5 point favorite. Oregon to cover. I agree. My initial thought was this is a monster line. And then I looked at what Arizona's done the last few weeks and I was like, uh, oh, that's why it's a monster line. Yeah. Oregon to cover. 
USC at Cal. USC is a four and a half point favorite. Uh, I'm going to take Cal outright. Cal outright. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is a late ass game. It's at Cal. This feels like Pac-12 weirdness written all over it. Um, lots of people seem to think seem to agree with you because the line has moved from USC six and a half to four and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like USC is playing a little bit better football at this point. I my initial thought of this was yikes. This could go either way. I have no idea what to think. Yeah. Um, the more I thought about it, you know, Cal did have a big win last week, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just so I think Cal has a lot. Is like a, is like Utah light in the way that their team is constructed. Yeah, very strong defensively, lots of experience defensively, and their offense is, huh? Especially since the quarterback, since the since Chase Garbers is out for I think the year. Um, and those are those are just the kind of teams that USC just says, okay, well we have enough athletes on offense that we can score some points and beat you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this is this feels to me like a game where you're out at a bar after your team either won or lost, and you're just you're just drinking beers with your buddies, and then you look up at the TV that has the late game on. It's like one o'clock central, and yeah. and it's late in the fourth quarter, and USC is losing to Cal by four. Yeah, or or like Cal's up like twenty one to ten, like midway through the second, and you're like, what's going on? Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then midway through the third, it's twenty four twenty one USC, and you're like, oh, "Like this game's nuts." I got <laughs> yeah, the exactly. The number <laughs> of times I have looked up to watch USC losing in a very very late Pac twelve game in the last five years is astronomically high. Yes. Okay. Wyoming at Utah State. Utah State is a four and a half point favorite. Uh, I'll take Utah State to cover only because they're the home team. I'll, I'll ride with Vegas on this one. They're the home team, and Wyoming's starting quarterback, Sean Chambers, suffered a season-ending injury two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so with those two things in mind, I agree. I'm going to take Utah State to cover. Uh, Virginia Tech at Georgia Tech, the Battle of the Techs, as you and I were discussing that it's sometimes <laughs> called. Yes, of course. Uh, Virginia Tech's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, okay, Virginia Tech to cover. <laughs> sure. Georgia Tech's pretty bad. Yeah, I Georgia agree. Tech is quite bad. I think Virginia Tech can win this game by a touchdown. Okay. Okay, Brian. Let's do sock picks and let's get out of here. Yes, please. I have I have three this week, all from the SEC. Okay. I have LSU to cover. I want 30 to win 27 on that. All right. Because I, I think a mini emergency LSU initiative could make you some money. Sure. Uh, I have 10 on Georgia to cover to win nine and 10 on Florida to cover to win nine. Okay. Um, I have four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got 10 on Wake Forest to cover. Okay. I've got 10 on USF to cover. You're a fool. Hey, just gotta make, I gotta make easy money where it lies. You're a fool. I've got 10 on Wisconsin to cover. And okay. I've got 20 on Florida to cover. Okay. No money on LSU. Interesting. Uh, I, no, well, because that's the coward's way out. Say what? No, because that's the coward's way out. Ouch. I almost... I almost... I end the pod. I almost cut my... Well, this will be a higher note. I almost cut my Florida one and a half and picked a fiver and uh, took Boise State... Put 10 on Boise State to cover just because fuck Bob Davey. But I decided to hold off. That would have been nice. Um, All right, Brian. Any closing thoughts? I feel like we pretty 
comfortably covered everything. Yeah, I think we've got everything covered. Now we gotta now we gotta rush to put this thing up uh, in the next two hours. Yeah, actually, the uh, next so hour. I believe kickoffs are in an hour. Hour and twelve minutes by my time. That's right. All right, Brian. Well, go dogs, roll tide, and go America. Yes, sir.